Friday, and welcome to episode 95 of The Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into The Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me to finish off the week is Eric Nash of The Almost Famous Minute and Feels Like Weezer. Welcome back, Eric. Hey, Rob. So glad to be back and to finish this week up. Yeah, we finally actually get, get some dialogue to, yeah. to discuss. <laughs> We don't just get to analyze the scenes. We get to actually analyze what people say along the way. So episode 95 begins with Danny extricating himself from being buried in the dirt and wood and goes all the way up to the point where Colin crumples up a piece of paper. As we discussed yesterday when we finished up episode 94, Danny was caught in an avalanche of dirt and wood coming down You know, as he was digging, completely covered up. That's a lot of dirt that fell on him. You can imagine how difficult it is to try and get out of that. But as we mentioned yesterday, Charles Bronson's got a lot of guns. So he's, <laughs> you know, not literally in his arms, in his arms. So he's yes. able to, to, to pull himself out of that, which uh, is uh, pretty helpful, both for him and, you know, for everyone around him, that they don't have to try and pull him out. And we get to see him crawling over the dirt. You know, he, he looks like he looks like an ant. Yeah, you know, crawling out of the dirt and then over it. You know, the way that the way that they show that. Yeah, and, yeah, and before you noted the the, the, the the pieces scraps of wood there that are there in the mix too. You know, I mean, I almost wonder if that's you know could could have been could have been some somehow helpful. You know, if there's wood involved. You know, that uh, you know because it, it, because of because the. The wood will, will catch part of the yeah, dirt, like yeah, we kind of create create some mirror pockets in the sense maybe yeah, mm, could be mm. right. Now the question is whether they use real wood here or they just styrofoam yeah. pieces of wood. They 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 move a little too easily. So my guess would be that they're not real. I, I don't think an actor would would agree to have them throw pieces of heavy heavy pieces of wood on them. But but you never know. Maybe he was method acting. Yeah. You know, and, and Give it all to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dirt and wood and all. Completely. And then he's able to crawl out of this. And luckily he's also going in the right direction. You know, he reaches yeah. the point where Willie can actually hear him. They can they can shout to one another. We don't know the distance between them. Yeah, yeah. If he, if he hadn't gotten turned around successfully and had been pointing the other way, you know, head first the other way, I mean, that would have been awful. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, there's another shot in the movie where where Willie gets buried and they pull him out by his wow. feet. So yeah, again, we we never know the the distance between the the way station, mm-hmm. you know, because here you know we have Willie and someone else at least at least one other person in a uh, you know in the way station. So is the way station is there 150 feet between them or you know who knows? They they never outright state, but you know they're also supposed to be 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 quiet here. You know, they, they don't want the Germans to hear them. Just because you're underground doesn't mean that everything is soundproof. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they're screaming to one another. Are you all right, Danny? You know, thankfully Charles Bronson doesn't scream back because he's uh, out of breath completely. He goes, yes, all right. You know, in his thick Polish, or thick, thick fake Polish accent. And then he goes, bring some shovels. <laughs> I'm all right. Which is basically telling, it's showing us that that you know despite the fact that he's that the tunnel has collapsed on him, he still wants to go continue on 
and persevere mm-hmm. and make it through, which is uh, which is nice to see, uh, especially knowing the fact that he is claustrophobic. You know, he hasn't broken. He still wants to, to go through this and still wants to 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 get out eventually. And you know, it, it says a lot about his character. Also, once you know the fact, when when you're watching these type of scenes, knowing the fact that that he is going to be brought out as being claustrophobic in you know in a few weeks it it says a lot about uh what his character is willing to do in order to 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 get out of this camp to be buried alive so many times in 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 this type of situation where it's your biggest fear you know we, we see the night before the, the the big escape that that he actually decides that he wants to get out on his own you'd think that he would just have done that at, at any mm. other point why is he waiting mm. You know, if he's that scared of of uh, being buried alive and he's that claustrophobic, then why why would he even put himself in that situation? That's what that's what mm-hmm. I would ask. But again, it comes down to I guess camaraderie and uh, you know not being selfish, but actually being selfless and doing whatever you can to help everyone around you, which I think is is a big theme of of this film, which is why the the ensemble cast works so well. Because they all complement one another with their performances and with everything that they're doing, mm. and so then we move along and we get to see it's still it's nighttime, and we see Colin Blythe using a a uh, magnifying glass to to look at some piece of paper. We're not sure mm. what it is, you know. As we know, he's the forger, so obviously he's checking a document that that someone was able to put together and wants to to use for the prisoners. And immediately he looks at it and he says, hey, for God's sake, Smitty, you left out a whole eagle. Which, you know, you'd think that that would be pretty self, you know, that's something that someone would, would notice. You know, we're not, we're not talking about that. He didn't say you, you left out, you didn't dot your eye or, yeah. or cross or, your or cheek. Or a feather of an eagle. The, the fourth out. feather on an eagle or something. Yeah. No, well, that would be, that would be yeah. even, even too, too much, you know, to, to leave out an entire eagle. Wow. Uh, Smitty is not having a good day, that's for sure. <laughs> then he basically says to him, that's impossible. You know, meaning that I did my work. And then, then he takes from him something. Mm-hmm. Now, were you able to identify what he takes from Smitty's hand? Mm. Is it is it maybe the, the rubber stamp that they use to, you know, to copy off of or something? Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, that, that would I, make a lot of sense. That, that's my guess. You yeah. know, I know because my you know my daughters use stamps, so mm-hmm. you know you, you <laughs> and that's the way a stamp looks. So that's it, what it could be. But what's interesting is the fact that 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 Smitty is holding that in his hand before Colin takes it out. Like, why is he holding it in his hand yeah. as opposed to it just uh, lying on the table or you know being around or something like that? Mm-hmm. And then he takes it. You can see that, that that this is the first time in the movie that Colin actually loses his temper. He's he's a very jolly fellow throughout the entire movie. It doesn't matter what situation, even later on when he's escaping, he's always jolly the whole time. You know, he's uh, you never see him upset or depressed except for in this specific uh, situation. Yeah, obviously, he's a little depressed when they don't want to let him go, but he has his plan to make sure that he he will eventually get out. 
did they kind of went, was the idea possibly having these two moments one the one for Danny here getting uh, an avalanche of the dirt uh, on him and and this issue with uh, with a part of the uh, forging process you know uh, a mistake there happening too at the same you know with within this you know you know few moments of each other is that a is that a you know is that a good film is that a good filmmaking technique to have had these two happen here at the same time practically or or would have been better to have them spread out a little bit more I think it's I think it's still effective doing it one after the other because they're showing that 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 this isn't a simple process mm-hmm. that problems happen along the way and that uh, you deal with them and you move along. Yeah. In in both of these situations, you see Danny is buried and then immediately he says, "All right, get get some shovels. We're continuing forward." And at this mm-hmm. point, you know, uh, we haven't gotten to what uh, Colin's reaction will be here because uh, we're going to actually discuss that more next week. But but it it goes along the same line that okay you messed up but we're gonna continue doing this this is you know that that these are things that can't break you now what I find interesting is, is the close proximity of these scenes to Ives's death which we talked about okay. at the beginning of this week because there you have uh, one of the characters who had a breakdown after thinking about after you know after a catastrophe after Tom was was, mm-hmm. was found out. So this, in some ways, is, is showing the opposite effect, that just because things go south and don't work the way you want them to doesn't mean that everything is lost. So that, that's the way I look at it. What, what, did, what did you think about that? Do you think that it's, uh, it's in a good spot or that it should have been spread out? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's... I think a little more spreading out because because you kind of we had we had the good thing that kind of came out after Ives of of you know Hiltz really coming around mm-hmm. um, and, and even a, a success with that too even additionally that that he you know what well, he does escape and he then gets caught like he wants to <laughs> and um, you know he even lets uh, uh, Attenborough's character know um, but uh, Barley yeah uh, Barley yeah um, and then. Uh, you know, but then, but then, you know, it shows some good success, a little bit of, you know, you know, normal success with the tunnel, tunneling, um, even though there's just just that little small avalanche at first, you know, that it shows and then it cuts away and we're away from um, too, but uh, you know, yeah, it's uh, unless I don't know, unless there's there's it's even more bad stuff that happens. I mean, it would it, be nicer in a sense, maybe if there's a third thing after this and I forget what, what is after this at this point, <laughs> but you, you're kind of already hitting at it a little bit. So, you know, you know, kind of, you know, kind of a, a rule of three thing would, would, would be nice, you know, in a sense, but, um, you know, otherwise, yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say, you know, even, you know, give me a little, even a little more <laughs> bad, or 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 give me good in between these two. <laughs> is what I'd okay, no, I kind of want. I can understand what you're saying there, yeah. but but maybe maybe yeah. part of it has to do with the fact of the pacing of the whole movie, and because the movie is so long, that you don't want to mm-hmm. just throw in extraneous stuff. I mean, it's very important to show Danny being buried buried here because later on we'll find out that he's claustrophobic, and it's yeah. very important to show Colin here. Because of the the fact that that, that he loses his eyesight, 
right after this, basically. Yeah. And so we have, we have a slight debate between Smitty and Colin, and you know, Smitty doesn't know, doesn't think it's impossible. And then Colin says, four days work, a bloody spout. Okay. Yeah, okay, so it is spout. S B O U T, yeah. Okay. I, I was thinking spot. That didn't quite sound right. You know, <laughs> what, what is what is what could that be referring to? Yeah. That's right. That's why I, I always have subtitles handy. <laughs> yeah, very important. Very yeah. important. I know in the in the, the minute files it's, you can't do that, but you know that that's why I always have both up at the same time. He uses yeah. the phrase up the spout. Have you ever heard that phrase before? Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, without the word bloody in it, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, that's the uh, old uh, little uh, nursery rhyme, what have you, you know, song for um, uh, Along Came a Spider. Right. Okay, you know, yeah, uh, but, but not, that, that's yeah. not used in a way, that, that's not an exclamation. No, yeah, that's of, true. That's true. Uh, uh, you know, that the way he's saying it. Yes, sure. I, the truth is I never even but, thought about but, the fact. But any, any, anything going up up a spout, which, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, our what we have in America, at least our, our uh, drainage systems from our roofs, you know, a, down, a downspout, you know, and I just imagine, you know, things going up it, and that's probably a bad right. thing. So, know, I mean, I... I whether, it's, whether it's a spider or something more more <laughs> more uh, clogging, clog-inducing. Yeah. That's true. Maybe. Um, I mean, I looked it up, yeah. and what I found was is that the phrase is actually a slang expression from the British Isles from many, many uh, years ago. Specifically, say when it was, there, there were quotes of of, use, of people using it already in the uh, mid 1800s, if not earlier, where it basically is uh, an expression meaning that something has gone wrong, been ruined, failed, or lost. Apparently, it's even still common nowadays. Still used in the uh, uh, first fifth of the twenty-first uh, century, I guess you could say, <laughs> or twenty-first yeah, mm-hmm. century we're in right now. Uh, trying to remember what, what century we're in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at this point, you know, he gets very frustrated, crumples up the page, and bangs on the table. And at this, and, and then Smitty puts his hand over his face. I think he's trying to stop from laughing. That's what I, that's what it looks like. <laughs> you know, it, it could be interpreted that he's a little embarrassed, but yeah. I think he's just trying to first not laugh at the fact that Donald Pleasance just screamed and banged on the table. That's my interpretation, at least of this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as soon as uh, he see, and then he goes, "I'm sorry, Colin," and you know, Donald Pleasance then returns to the the. The soft Colin that we're or, that we already know and love, and immediately comforts him and says, "Ah, it's all right, Smitty. Don't worry. <laughs> What's four days up the bloody spout anyway, right?" <laughs> yeah. And then Smitty puts his head in his hands, doesn't know what to do, and then Colin says, "It's getting late. You push off the bed. I'll pack up here." Now, did you notice the way he looks at his watch? Oh, okay. He's looking at his watch. Yeah. And he is not focusing. He's already trying to show us that his character is having problems. But he's not even phased by the fact that, that, that he's not looking properly at his watch. You know, is, yeah. is, the question is, is, is he, did he close one eye and, and pick up and put the other one like right next to his, his eyes? Is that what the idea is? 
Okay. Um, yeah, I it's mean, it's a very awkward way that he's doing. Could it be that his his right eye is 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 much more possibly focused on you know, closer to the watch, still a bit on the you know. It's really, I mean, you know, his nose is really much pointing at like at the cuff on yes. his sleeve, you know. Yeah. But I mean, he looks cross-eyed. The way yeah, that he's I mean, it, maybe he's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, cross-eyed Cullen. <laughs> at this point. He basically, Smitty gives up and says, all right, Colin, good night. I'm out of here. You know, I've had enough today. <laughs> yeah, and there's the mixture of, uh, you, know, you know, saying sir to him, but then also calling him by his first name. Yes. Pretty yes. interesting. So, throughout the whole movie, there's there's a mix of, of formality and, and informality. They're, they're not consistent at all with the, with the way they do this. And then he takes that piece of paper and crumples it up even more. So, I mean, you touched upon it a little bit at the beginning of the week, but, but like, what's your history with this? Uh, yeah, um, so, you know, there's there's probably a couple times where I, I bet my dad kind of, you know, kind of, you know, saw that it was it was going to come on TV or it was coming on t- or it had already been on for maybe a half hour or so, but, you know, he said it's still worth watching or what have you. So, I mean, there's, 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 there's two or three watches probably that kind of caught it when I was, you know, say in the, you know, seven to 13 year old range. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was definitely a one, one instance where in a, you know, like possibly late middle school or even early high school, whether it was, you know, we called it social studies for middle school. Yes. Um, you know, uh, but, then, but, then, but then we got into, you know, actually giving it the more proper names of American history or world history and other, other things like that. Uh, exactly. Where, where, where they would both have, have come into play definitely for World War II. Um, and uh, in one of those classes, uh, I'm, I'm quite positive, uh, you know, you know, at least watching a good chunk of it, you know, there's pro- very, very, very possible, you know, oh, we, you know, they just didn't end up showing the last 20 minutes because we've been watching it all week, <laughs> you know, yeah, for a, per- is... a period, a period of, 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 of a class at a time, you know, you know, and, uh, and, right. and not even the whole period because it would be, you know, a 15 long minute period and we don't really watch 40 minutes. The, the span of 40 minutes, you know, while the teacher talked for whatever yeah. reason before or after about something else shortly. Yeah, I was actually going to mention the fact that if you saw it in class, it's taken, like, the entire week to see it. Yeah, right. You know, that type of thing. I mean, I, I had a teacher in social studies, I think it was in seventh grade, where his goal was to, to show us throughout the entire uh, year, the entire school year, the, the entire miniseries of Centennial, which is 21 hours long. Oh, wow. And, you know, so every week or two, whatever it was, he would, you know, show us an hour and we would watch it and, you know, we, we, would, we would get to see a lot of the, the movie. And then midway through the year, he got in a car accident and then we never got to see the, the end of it. Oh, no. No, he was, he was okay. Mm. He's, he's, he's actually okay. now a, yeah. uh, a, a professor in, in a university in, I think, Miami. I've always been meaning to reach out mm. to him and tell him that I finally saw Centennial. I think like two years ago, I sat mm. down and watched the whole thing. Over a period of like two or three days, and I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and now and now as an adult, I understand why he wanted to show it to us. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, huh. very interesting. So, if Mr. M, if you're listening, <laughs> I watched it. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything in about this entire movie in general that uh, you want to mention, not just within these minutes? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of what you were getting you were getting at at the beginning of the week, I think, too. Is is just it's you know while it does have this range of emotions that, that, that kind of come across throughout, but it's the more general um, you know uplifting you know spirit of it that it's you know hey you know you know work together and you can accomplish what feels like almost anything something that seems like it should be impossible to try to get as many people out as they tried to, but, you know, I mean, they were, were you know, it, it, it's a success if, if just a couple of few people can, can actually get out, get, get out and, and not only just, <laughs> just get out of the tunnel itself, um, but then, but then uh, further on and, and get fully away um, out of, out of the country and out of uh, the currently occupied German rule. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, you know, and it's very much, you know, in line with what we've talked a little bit already about with, uh, you know, Star Wars, you know, it's, 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 it's clear good versus evil and, and there's, there's no, there's, there's really very, very little seemingly gray area to it. And, and that kind of thing is, is, you know, uh, you know, it, 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 it hits me in my childhood sweet spot. Right. I, mean, I, you know? I like the fact that this movie, I guess you can say, it's it's family friendly. You know, they're, they're mm-hmm. uh, as, as we mentioned earlier in this week with, the, you know, the death of Ives, it's, it's, it's bloodyless. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, a lot of the deaths are off screen as opposed to on screen or, or there's no blood or anything like that. And they, so they, you know, they, they tell this compelling story that is a more adult story obviously because of what we're dealing with but but they still leave it open for 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 kids to to also enjoy it i mean myself you mentioned also and a number of other guests have mentioned that most of us saw this movie for the first time when we were kids maybe not in in its entirety and and, uh my assumption is and i can speak for myself you know i doubt i understood most of what was going on at the time either but it still was ingrained in me that it's such a compelling and fun movie to watch, despite the fact that it has a somewhat uh, that it has a tragic end. That they they find ways to to keep it so that it doesn't feel as tragic as it really is, and still entertain along the way by telling us so giving us a history lesson. Well, thank you very much for for joining us this week. Mm. I had a lot of fun. Hope you. Oh, yeah, thank you. And even more so, I hope our listeners did. Yeah. Do you want to, once again, for the final time this week, tell people how they can get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely people should try to, hopefully, if they have some bit of a mu- somewhat more musical interest, uh, uh, Almost Famous Minute and Feels Like Weezer are my two ongoing uh, podcasts, and uh, they're both on Pantheon Podcast Network, and you should check that out at pantheonpodcast.com. There's there's like 70 other uh, oh, shows wow. there right now, I Sounds believe, cool. roughly. All right, and while you're doing that, you can uh, go rate and review and subscribe on any podcatcher that you might be using to listen to this show. You can join our Facebook group, The Cooler. You can visit our website, thegreatescapeminute.com. Our email address is thegreatminute at gmail.com. And our Twitter account is greatescapemxm. So, hopefully everyone will have a great weekend, and we'll see you again on Monday. So until Monday, tally-ho! Tally-ho!